Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith. Maria is a spiritual teacher, a life and soul coach, and the angel decoding expert. Her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon, and you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H dot com. Listen now as Maria shares her wisdom to expand your spiritual awareness and increase your personal joy. Hello and welcome to another episode of Maria's Angelic University. I'm Maria Paith, your host, and I'm really excited to talk about this topic today. It is about the soul speaks. And at first I thought, well, am I supposed to talk about the souls that have made a transition and passed away and how they speak to us? Or am I supposed to talk about how your soul speaks to you? And it is the latter, how the soul sends signs to us brings signs to us and supports us in living. And, um, you know, in the last episode, I talked about soul retrieval and how important it can be to listen to an aspect or experience an aspect where we have had trauma and then bring healing. And now it's about you are feeling, you know, healed and whole and your soul now is aware of, you're, you're aware of your soul and you can now bring more truth and more purpose into your own existence. So, um, you know, the, the soul, in a sense, is your guiding system. Your soul is the energy that is you universally. Your soul is the energy that is you multidimensionally. So in this multidimensional experience that we are now realizing that we are and have. We're not just humans. We truly are multidimensional, that a part of us is experiencing another time, another space. That part of us isn't aware in this human form, but that part of us may be aware in its other form. So um, our souls are really, you know, hungry to feed us and to nourish us. And, and we um, can be much more successful when we are in tune with that awareness, that soul, that consciousness that can transform, that can challenge us, that can um, bring a, a sense of understanding of the whole, you know, roadmap of where we are to be as a, as a soul. So the, and we can also consider that the soul as an eternal multidimensional being has many more experiences and awarenesses than we can currently plug into. But as we expand in our human consciousness, as we begin to take in more light and we go from three-dimensional thinking, which is very selfish and self-centered and kind of egotistic, to the fifth-dimensional thinking, let's not skip over four. Four becomes like more rational, more balanced, more I can see all points of view. Um, and the fifth-dimensional thinking is like, I'm going to remain neutral over here, and I know that I have power and strength, and I don't need to be 
um, confusing or getting in the mix of things, I can actually see the benefit of all good. And so that's third dimensional thinking. And when we get into that idea of, I mean, that fifth dimensional thinking, we get into that idea of the fifth dimensional state of being, it is a state a place to shift into, a place where our attention and our energy may um, see, you know, the many roles of the people around us and see all the moving parts and and be filled with um, self-love and with spirituality and, and a sense of alignment and authenticity and who we are. So that's fifth dimensional beingness. And our souls are calling us to that. There is a shift going on. There is a call on our soul. And it's important for us to, to listen because our very existence depends on it. So if we move into a thriving state of being, if we listen to our, um, our soul with intention and with love, we will find that there are things that we can do in um, the physical world to improve our uh, connection. And um, I did read a very uh, interesting article by um, Bev Jonish. So that's a -A J-A-N-I-S-C-H. And her article was written in May of 2020, The Call of Your Soul, 10 Signs Your Soul is Speaking to You. And I thought um, this is very powerful and it, and it aligned with me as well. So here are these 10 um, signs, giving credit, of course, to Bev. Um, but knowing that when I read these, it's like, oh, of course. So um, angels have been telling me this as well. So one, your soul is speaking to you when you begin to realize that all the material things and all the things that were filling you up at one time simply are just things and um, they're not really satisfying you. (laughs) So that's uh, actually a consciousness of moving out of 3D, all about me, into 5D, where like these things are not really very satisfying. Two, um, you have a deep desire to make a difference, to serve. Again, moving out of 3D, dimensional thinking, where it says it's all about me, to um, I'm going to you know, see all the moving parts. I would like to serve others. I can make a difference. This is fifth dimensional beingness. Um, three, you have a feeling that something needs to be expressed through you, an inner urge that stems from deep within you. You feel like you're seeking something, but you don't know what that something is. A very genuine sense of just knowing and then um, having a yearning or discovery, right? Very powerful idea. And that's like your soul speaking to you. It's urging you, um, but you're still in the seeking mode. And that's important because we aren't supposed to know everything. Part of the discovery is part of the journey. Part of the discovery is becoming more aware and experiencing. Um, Number five, you long for meaningful relationships that feel authentic, where you can share your emerging sense of self with like-minded people. So that's really powerful, meaningful relationships. And I have... um, a group of beautiful people that uh, have, you know, collected and they, many of them are in angelic university 
and they have a meaningful, you know, authentic relationship with one another. People can share ideas in there, um, and they can also express, you know, to one another more freely. Um, you can, you know, talk about, you know, past lives. You can say, you know, the angels said, and and just feel more comfortable with one another and not have to guard your words um, so much. And because we do in the conventional three-dimensional world. In the fifth dimensional world, there should be no judgment. In the fifth dimension, we all are being and we're all seeing each other um, as you know quite amazing and honoring each other's genius. That is also a fifth dimensional um, way of, of beingness. And you can be that right now. But here your soul's talking to you, number six. Um, if we are going in the order of the way that Bev um, Johnish wrote, you have a sense that some things need to change and fall away in order for your authentic self to emerge. It may be relationships, the work that you're doing, limiting beliefs, or how you fill your time. And many of us are understanding there are some things that just need to basically go away. I call this cleaning house or making donations or completely, you know, shifting and empowering yourself into new transformative ways of being. Number seven, you are open to and curious about deepening your connection to something greater than yourself. You begin to realize that there are spiritual laws at work, even if you don't know exactly how to tap into them. Now, the 12 spiritual laws was something that I reviewed and went through um, recently in Instagram. And the 12 spiritual laws um, are amazing ways of understanding, you know, the universe. And um, maybe it hasn't been interesting to you before, but it may be, you know, interesting to you now. And of course, if you're listening to this um, you know, podcast, then you may want to, you know, look at the 12, you know, spiritual laws. And in a, a quick, um, in a quickie, I guess, quick um, explanation, the 12 um, spiritual laws, there's the divine of one, the, the law of divine oneness, um, the idea that, you know, we're all connected, we're all one, the law of vibration, uh, which is like everything is vibration, everything is energy frequency, the law of correspondence, um, which is that, you know, things correspond with one another. There's a spiral pattern that seems to appear throughout the world in nature. Um, the law of attraction, which is very famous and what that which is likened to itself is drawn. The law of inspired action, which is, um, you know, bound to the law of attraction at, that we you know, develop a positive um, attitude and that then we attract um, through the inspiration of, of, um, of the way that we're feeling. The law of perpetual transmutation, which is that we can transmute, we can change, we can, um, you know, heal, we can, you know, go in from low frequency to higher frequencies and transmute, um, you know, things that are in effect rather low vibration. The number seven, the law of cause and effect, um, which is very much about, you know, this action causes that effect. Um, and what's really important, I think, with the, the law of cause and effect is the idea of, you know, positive um, living creates more positive experiences. And so 
that's really pretty much all you need to remember there. The law of compensation is that there is a balance in the universe that, you know, we, there's a wealth in the universe and that sometimes if you, you know, are um, in fact aware of that balance, that you will, you know, reap as you sow. And so you want to sow um, and treat others with respect and indeed our planet that way. And our planet really needs it right now, really is calling for us to, to treat her with respect um, so we can sow um, more positively in the future. The law of rel- relativity, it's um, about like the neutrality of things, um, you know, that um, you may think like that, uh, how to explain that, the law of relativity, things are relative, like, um, you know, being, um, looking at a, at a situation, maybe from a new perspective, uh, re, you know, realigning, um, this is relative to this, the, this particular situation and experience, um, you know, as compared to that, um, but not comparing it with good or bad, just seeing, you know, how there can be improvements in life. Um, and, you know, alternate perspectives um, is is the idea there of seeing the relativity, seeing how things can be relative from alternate perspectives. Uh, the law of polarity, you didn't think you were going to get a 12 spiritual law lesson here in the middle of this um, 10 things that the soul was speaking to you about, but it is important. The law of polarity which is important to remember that everything has an opposite, um, the law of rhythm and perpetual motion. And it is, you know, really that nature has seasons, that there's an aging process, that there's stages to things. Um, and seeing those cycles and simply, uh, you know, feeling a, a good about them, the, you know, and changing the cycles, the, the various um, shifts and transformations. And the last is the law of gender, and it really refers that there's two major energies in the world. I've been talking a little bit more about this on my Facebook Live on Angelic Enlightenment um, Facebook page on Fridays at 11 a.m. I've been talking a little bit more about this in some of the classes that I've been teaching, which are available on Eventbrite. Um, but you can be either in masculine or feminine energy, the yin or the yin. Um, and that some of us may project, you know, like a more masculine energy and others of us may project more feminine energy. And that what's really important is that we balance the two. And um, I have been speaking of this, the masculine energy is protective, is is um, logical, is grounded. The, the feminine energy is intuitive, is nurturing and flows and all these aspects are important, but we need to manifest and contain and support all of them in our um, lives. And then we have what we consider to be um, just that much better of an experience in living and a way of looking at things and not um, unbalanced or, or overpowered by any one way of, of um, perspective or coming. Um, so there was um, the the synopsis of the 12 spiritual laws. And um, again, what um, Bev Janish had explained as, you know, you may be open and, and curious about the 12 spiritual laws. And that was in her step number seven. So going back to those 10 steps that Deb, um, the Bev, I'm sorry, pointed out in 10 signs that your soul is speaking to you. 
Um, let us talk about the um, the where are we the um, ni- the eighth, ninth, and tenth. So the eighth step she outlines is you notice that your values are shifting. The new ones want to emerge, and you have a sense that the shift will result in a new way of being, a rearranging of priorities. And sometimes the priorities can be super important and threatening because they change like the whole way that you may structure your every day. Um, and, and we resistance to those changes in that sense. But it's very important that we pay attention to them and inch our way to shifting priorities um, as soon as we realize that they need to be, because otherwise you will be unbalanced, you'll feel sick, you won't feel aligned or whole within yourself. Um, Number nine, you may feel a sense of discomfort as you're being drawn into the unknown without a clear idea about how this process is meant to unfold. Perhaps the idea of the dark night of the soul resonates with you. The um, dark night of the soul is nothing to fear. It's like all of our shadows, all of the parts of ourselves that, you know, maybe we don't really reveal to others, but they're here. And, you know, for me, it's like, you know, saying that, um, you know, things that I'm not so good at or things that I'm not so um, confident about or, you know, have an un- unsure um, confidence about. And and it's okay. And, you know, there are also that aspect of you that you may not, you know, want um anybody to know, like sometimes people hide traumas that they have, you know, experienced in the past because they think that if people know then they're going to be very vulnerable and um, put themselves out there where sharing a a trauma um, or an experience, you know, from the past um, or, and just saying it can be very healing. Um, And I think about uh, this story um, here of my, my son, who was on um, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, and JoJo's season, he was on that season, um, and you know he was a uh, one of the Bachelor's contestants, and he was eliminated um, in a you know two-on-one date, and then he cried, you know, in the car ride home on te- national television, and. You know, it, it's it was kind of cathartic for him to have you know that cry. It was like for every breakup he's ever had, um, and especially when you have one like that dramatic on national television. It seems to, you know, be even more profound. Um, but it's become one of the most you know valuable lessons of his life. But also that tenderness of being vulnerable, you know, made him quite endearing. Um, and it's a meme that he like will play back, you know, over and over again. It's like that one time when that one chick made me cry <laughs> um, or when rejection made me cry, you know, he, he uses it. Um, that's like a dark night of the soul moment, you know, like what do we all worry that we are going to be rejected, that we're going to be unloved. Um, he even says, you know, like in that crying, like, oh, Derek is imperfect. And, you know, you just want to cry with him because that's what everybody says. It's like, I am imperfect. Um, and we don't want people to know that. But it is true. We are. And it's absolutely okay. So um, very, very powerful. But that's one of the ways that your soul talks to you. You're drawn into this unknown area, and then you unfold it, and then you heal it. And when we heal those dark moments, we are more free, and we have 
more empowerment um, to power to move forward to capture our genius instead of laying in the land of grief or despair or trauma. Um, the last of these um, beautiful soul nudges is number 10. You have a desire to live in alignment with your authentic self, even though you don't have a picture of what that looks like. I love that. Um, and I cannot say that this is the end of how the soul speaks to us, but it's certainly a very important thing. Like we know we want to be somebody. We don't know what that looks like. Um, I think about that when I was deciding to do angel readings. And first of all, there was just this drive, you know, to learn more about the angelic realm, to um, do deeper meditation, to connect deeper with my soul, to hear the voice of God speaking to me, and to be in that space uh, vulnerably and say, I do this. And then, you know, to have that um, question out there, like, are people going to laugh at me because I do this? Or are people going to receive this? Are they ready for it? And obviously, people were so ready for it. They came out of the woodwork, you know, wanting to have sessions and readings once um, a short article was printed in the local newspaper about me. And I didn't even initiate that article. It was wonderful uh, that a person that I was renting a space from at the time said, let me get you some clients. And then she, um, you know, had this lady from the local newspaper come out and do an article and it ended up being the catapult, you know, for getting many, many people on board to connecting with me and meant to be, right? My soul was calling for me to learn and I listened. My soul was calling me for me to be vulnerable and I listened. My soul was calling for me to, you know, not have a complete picture of what that was going to look like. And I'm still working on myself, but that picture brought us to today, you know, 20 years later, to a very solid um, work that is rewarding and I feel, you know, inspires others. And then they shift, they learn, they grow, just like you are um, today in this moment as you listen to this podcast, which is really an act of service, an act of love from my heart to yours. Um, so let's do more of this as we all in tune and listen to our soul and the journey that it has to unfold for us. Always a mystery, always unfolding, always beautifully aligned with truth of love and joyfulness. When you are soul driven, you are in that space of joy, sometimes in the space of vulnerability, sometimes in a space of transformation, and more often than not, a space of flow because we have to trust and have faith call on your angels regularly to support your efforts pray for the highest good and know that you are loved on many levels thank you so much for listening to angelic university with maria paith this wonderful day and may you may we have an opportunity to connect again next week find me on iTunes, find me on Spotify, find me on Google, and um, join me on YouTube and Instagram and on uh, Facebook. I encourage you to search Maria Paith or Angelic Enlightenment or Angelic Maria 444. Those are my different handles. Um, see you on Twitter as well. Take care. God bless. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Angelic University with your host, Maria Paith.
If you enjoyed the Angelic University podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe to Angelic University today by visiting www.angelicu.com. That's angelic followed by a capital U dot com. Membership benefits include a free private angel reading or coaching session, member-only classes and healing sessions, along with free gifts and special offerings. To learn more about Maria, you can find her on the web at www.mariapaith.com. That's spelled M-A-R-I-A-P-E-T-H dot com. And her book, Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels, is available on Amazon.